This is the Get In My Garden podcast, episode 19. First of all, I want to thank you all for listening and supporting the podcast over the last eight months. The mission of the podcast has been to feature creative entrepreneurs in the farm and garden spaces, supporting the demographic shift back to working more closely with the earth in whatever ways we can. Our next guest is Bert Wallen, CEO of Smart Plant, a company empowering and capturing the next generation of plant lovers with technology. They just launched their new app after years of research and expanding their mission. They're using demographic data to transform the garden industry from a confusing, overwhelming, a sometimes stale and unwelcoming industry into a fun and approachable one in the language that millennials understand, data and technology. Smart Plant is increasing connection between people and their plants and empowering the next generation of plant hobbyists so a new generation of consumers will be engaged in gardening. I love your enthusiasm. I love the way you're embracing, you know, this whole new uh, generation. This is what is absolutely needed, Aaron. I don't know how much you know of the background of our company, but it's 30 years long. And we went from weekend radio shows to magazine publications, really finding that we needed to take not only our horticultural experts and help them get involved a little bit more in the technology phase, but I really tip my hat off to you. Well done, man. Well done. Oh, well, thank you. A lot of millennials are getting excited again with, you know, plants and horticulture, kind of like our grandparents were. But I think a lot of Absolutely. newer people in my parents' generation seem to be interested in plants. And they'll do a little bit of gardening, but as a generation, they're less interested. So there's a, seems like a really good movement right now back to it. And that's where your app comes in. Yeah, you know, our app basically started almost four years ago, believe it or not. And it came from the evolution that our whole company strategy was weekend radio shows with experts. His name was Bruce Asakawa. He's very well known in California. And, and, you know, Aaron, my focal point was after we did a broadcast, he had a network in the state of California and we always went to the local nurseries. And then we would bring Bruce there and then the audience would be able to interact after the show. And we could also have a real hands-on approach to what's happening at retail. And the trouble with that was that if you keep doing that over 10 years, we would do 33 straight weekends all over the state. You'd watch the audiences continue to diminish or continue to maybe get a little bit older and older and not finding the next generation is really engaging. So for us as a company, we really had kind of come to this great divide that even with a magazine and all those type of tools, we really weren't speaking in a way that was going to hopefully revive or re-energize our industry. So that the app came out with a very simple philosophy. That was, well, if, you, if somebody knew that they could ask a question, and this is really true to millennials, is that I don't think they want to feel like they're going to ask a dumb question. So can they actually reach out and feel secure? So we created an app that just said, if you picture of an app of a flower or a plant and want to send it into an expert, we'll identify it for you. And I'll tell you what, that just took off like gangbusters, which was really exciting for us. But the fact was that that really didn't create the dissent because with all the people who downloaded the app, only 25% of them sent in the photo. So it kind of left the question, what did the other 75% want? We were hitting 18 to 44-year-olds off the charts, but we weren't engaging them. And so once we found that answer, we really mobilized the app over the last year, put all the tools in place, experts in place, to really meet that need that we've seen uh, has helped us get to the place we're at. Very interesting. So you started, I didn't realize that you started with one particular 
expert who was so involved in different bases. Now, how many people do you have available now for answering questions? Globally, we have over 125. We have a total of 75 additional on staff. But these, think about it this way, Aaron. I mean, you know this when you talk to a lot of the people on your show. There's a wealth of knowledge out there in a generation that's a little bit disconnected to this technology phase, right? So you have all these experts who would like to, you know, they want to write books. They know what to do. They'd actually love to still be on radio shows, but those aren't necessarily, the, you know, what's happening anymore because weekend radio shows are being bought and it's times. So here's this wealth of knowledge sitting out there. And due to the fact that the Asakawas are very much part of the writing society over there, Sharon and Bruce went into that society and say, what if we put you behind this tool, which was our app, both called Smart Plant and Garden Compass, and you could start participating with a younger audience. What would that look like? And Aaron, it was hilarious. They're talking deep horticultural names in the beginning and the whole process of getting the language down to some simplicity forms was really a fun journey. (laughs) I'll say it that way. Well, I know that there's so much that can go wrong. I think people are, you know, they start with houseplants and there's a huge movement right now with succulents and cacti and they're supposed to be easy. But if something goes wrong, that's really demoralizing for people. Well, yeah. And and then you think about it, Aaron. I love some of the research out there that is actually looking at the educational process. And so I think one of the keys to our industry that we've passed on is this whole movement to say that if the information is Googleable, so to speak, why do we want to retain it? And that's kind of this element where I think there was this disconnect between grandma's garden because she would pass down this deep knowledge. You would spend time. You would really get to know your plants. And there would just be this almost intimacy of knowledge that we're finding. Obviously, the younger generation isn't necessarily interested in investing that way. But the really cool answer to all of our market research was they still would like to have the rewards of what gardening can offer them. So we need to find this bridge that meant you didn't have to become a deep horticulturalist, but we could create an app or the relationship between the plant that could give you what you needed to know, keep you reminded, because we all know the generation has a lot on their table, and right. create this engagement level. And then, you know, Aaron, the thing is, as they became more and more successful, our app continued to get more and more information into it. And there's that connection. The connection is I am being I am actually succeeding at growing my plants because I have this relationship of immediate information. I can know what I need to do with it, whether it's a succulent indoors or it's my rose bush outdoors. I don't really need to know the horticultural pattern or the names. And gosh, if I have a question, I can send it in and I've got my localized expert ready to help me. Very cool. So where's everything going with your app? Because I know that I saw something about the book club, things like that. It's a very interesting new culture out there, Aaron, which again, I'm looking at your website. I'm looking what you're doing is you're right on the mark. So there's a broad spectrum. And so there's an environment that this culture, this group of of individuals are getting involved with. So you're talking about the book, Instagram, the whole element came around one simple process is we stopped talking about gardening and we started talking about people with plants. We earmarked that name. And I got to tell you, Aaron, it took off. So whether it's a book that's pertaining information, uh, an actual we are very dedicated in driving consumers back to retail so that we can generate more sales. 
actually the smart plant technology is working with the grower breeders and propagators so that mm. the plant comes out of the ground with all the information connected to it so that you can just load your my garden sections your people with plants idea and it creates this environment of success for all plants around so when you go into the website you almost look at it and go okay well there's an app connected to this which is my tool but then there's a whole new environment that I can see called people with plants. And those have all kinds of fun, fun little offshoots growing from them. I mean, I'm personally very interested in different business models. So it sounds like you are connecting people to local resources so they, they can find other plants they're interested in and products as well. Is that right? Yeah, there was a burning question in my head, Aaron. So when you create something, which is you could on one side of the fence, I think we've could as a company sat back and patted ourselves on the back because globally, we had so many downloads that you would look and say, we're reaching people all over the world. And yet, Aaron, we weren't really connecting them to a place where there was a lot of engagement. And I know in technology, that buzzword becomes super important because you can't just have this quick fascination with it, have to have the buy-in with it. That means you're actually creating a value proposition. But what I wanted to do with that, Aaron, was to bring that back through the industry completely because revitalizing the industry starts with the plant. And the challenge with the plant world is not growing the same thing. So it could be in mass marketing, but allowing the diversity of the plants the, the genetics that's sitting out there that is actually having a challenge to market due to the fact that if the growing world is trying to meet a more of a box store approach, then you're looking at very little choice or a lot of different types of variations. But if you have an audience predisposed to getting knowledge about new plants, then you can actually drive that back through at retail. So if you look at what we've done with the app, so to speak, we've okay, great. Let's start with the basics. Let's help you get your indoor and outdoor plants online, get them all successful and remind you how to do that. But, oh, we noticed you had a rose or we noticed you had this type of plant or a black daylight. Or we found these younger consumers as they walk into a garden center, they're almost overwhelmed. They actually don't even know where to start. So the design company is about connecting directly to the plant as it comes out of the ground, because I needed to find out that the growing industry want a direct relationship with the customer. And if you think about what we've had in the past is the growers grew with the retailers because that's where they get their money. So what we've been able to create is this new relationship where a grower gets direct feedback from trends. What is our, our audience actually looking for? What are inspiring them? So we're looking forward to this whole evolution as this new app has gone out with the homepage. The amount of traction just in two weeks has been so exciting for people just looking around at all different types of plants. That's so awesome. I think that was definitely a missing piece because people, they go into these stores, like you said, and they they just don't know what to do. I think they end up with something, <laughs> a simple plant that you know, it may even just be an annual and then it's, they have not invested in it at all. So now you're actually fostering pride, I guess, in keeping plants. Well, you know, here's a fun, a fun fact. So when we started the research groups together and asked them a simple question, especially 18 to 34 year olds or 18 to 44 year olds, if you brought them into a room and you talked about a plant, you'll find every single person almost has a snicker to their voice and go, we've tried that, but we can't grow plants. And I got to tell you, Aaron, that's a bummer 
because now all of a sudden that's the core. 98% of that group is telling us they won't succeed. Wow. How do we grow an industry out of that? So it's up to us, you know, programs like yourselves and everything you're growing is to going, no, we can empower you and we want to speak the language you speak. And the, the garden industry is really challenged to speak the language of the, of the millennial or the youth. Interesting. So would you say that there's definitely a trend, because it sounds like you have looked at all the research with garden centers, is it definitely an aging demographic or homeowners who are mostly buying plants and millennials, it's a new market or is it something that is just a, a market that you're trying to tap into already? Okay, so that's the perfect question. So remember, the the heritage of our company started with that very avid gardener approach. Somebody who would listen to a two-hour talk show on the weekend is really invested in the knowledge base of what we're doing. So I call them horticulturalists. And although they're still out there, they actually have definitely gained themselves to the 50 plus audience. In fact, I would almost encourage a little higher in the 65 plus audience. And that's no disrespect because they're a phenomenal group of absolute avid gardeners. But then you start working your way down the demographics. And what the research is showing is, again, that real simple process of somebody not feeling empowered because they can't succeed. But shoot, Aaron, we could apply this to any industry. If you don't help customers feel empowered, I mean, Apple, its whole basis is to go, let's take the complication out of what this looks like and do it for you. And that's its huge success line. So the idea of this company was, okay, we have a lot of knowledge. We've talked to a lot of, we know horticulturists off the charts. Let's help together, like programs like yourselves and everything else. Let's spread the message that we've created a tool And this tool is a process to really help you get started. And once you get more and more involved, the tool evolves deeper with you because you can always reach out and get more and more information to it. But you've got to start somewhere. So going back to that retail base, they unfortunately, if you're looking at garden centers, are typically a 50 plus place where people go. Now, if you're looking at box stores like the Depots, Lowe's, and Walmarts and those guys, you're looking at people who may have primarily gone there to buy some lumber, lighting, or those things, and then they will walk through the garden center and they buy whatever you know general plant that's available. But right. we really haven't engaged them, haven't you know? We really haven't because they're looking right. around, going, "We better buy this one. It's cheap, and when we kill it, we can buy other one." That's not what we'd like to see our industry. Think. Right? It's pretty sad so, situation. Um, yeah. It is. So uh, what we what we found with this tool we created was if you stop talking gardening, which is about 18 percent of households out there that actually designate themselves as gardeners and you start talking about a person with a plant, you hit 98 percent of 350 million households in America. Well, that's a pretty inspiring number. So let's talk to them and inspire them and we'll be able to actually influence through their successes to regenerate what we do inside our own industry. And would you say that, well, first of all, are you thinking uh, more towards potted plants and house plants, or is your app going to encompass landscaping and everything? And would you say also that most of your people that you're focusing on, millennials who may not be homeowners, is that something you've considered? Or are you thinking that they are probably going to be homeowners eventually? Yeah, there's a fun part to that, Aaron. To, to really get into that question is, is to look at it this way. Um, everybody has a balcony. Everybody, not everybody has a balcony, but you know, the, you're looking at the younger generation. They have their indoor plants and they like to sit some of them out on the potted plants. So really, let's go back to just being really 
simple about the approach that we do. Once you start with the growers, whether you're working with the Centauris, the Monrovias, and those guys, they really want to reach this audience. But it's depending on what gateway you come from. So the, the, the tool we created does not focus on one element. It's everything from indoor outdoor. Obviously, our heritage is we were in the gardening business. So we have deep horticultural background. So we're we're really ready to help take you into what you have in your yard. But the gateway is what's happening inside. So we've created a balance within the app that somebody could look at balcony gardening, kitchen gardening, just vegetable garden. You know, you want to give them the full palette because the growers are like, hey, let's get them started. Where would you like to start? That's great. The app's whole purpose is for when you download it to create your what the buzzword around is called the smart home you can take all the plants that you have and if you don't know what they are no problem we'll be able to identify them with the process of of submitting them to the horticultural expert but you can take and download your whole environment it'll actually categorize it inside the app and then create a care calendar for you on a monthly basis that tells you what you need to do when you need to water, what products that are actually best for that plant, and then the closest retailer or another way, if you do want to click and ship, you could buy for it. So it's a one-stop arena for you to just plug in your household of plants, and we're here to continue to assist you as you grow with process. Uh, right now, the smart plant is the, uh, it's one word, and then you could go to both the iTunes and the Android uh, Google Play markets and download it. I think that's, that's the beginning, and then we'll, we'll take off from there. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. I am inspired by what you do, Aaron. You're, you're so on the track, man. Just keep going, and, and I appreciate you. you giving me the time to be a part of what you do. I'm so grateful. appreciate you, and good luck with everything. I look forward to thank seeing you. Thank you very much, oh. and, and same to you. Thank you, you so much. All right. You betcha. Take care. Bye-bye. Check out the Smart Plant app and subscribe to the Get In My Garden podcast on iTunes or other podcasting apps and leave positive reviews if you like the mission of the show. You can reach me directly via email or phone with comments and suggestions. Both are anchored at the top of the website, getinmygarden.com.